of public-private fundraising efforts and cooperative spirit seems to be running on double speed. Even before the latest surge of new buildings, Fort Wayne was a somewhat undiscovered gem for iconic architecture. Indiana native Michael Graves designed two residences in Fort Wayne, and Frank Lloyd Wright created a Usonian house in 1952. Two of the more famous structures include Eero Saarinen's mid-century Concordia Theological Seminary and Lewis Kahn's Arts United Center. Miriam Morgan of Arts United Center describes Kahn's fascination with light. Kahn, as you may or may not know, internationally renowned, and one of his signature marks um, was the play of natural light on natural material. So you can see that really well in our building. It faces south, and as the light moves through the space from east to west, it changes during the day. So the building has its own life and its own breath, which is kind of interesting. Most of our patrons who come in the evenings miss most of this. So that's kind of unfortunate in some ways, but it's a, it's a secret, kind of, for the people who live and work in the building all day long, <laughs> which is kind of fun. So like I said, he really wanted you to see the theater in its most realistic form. I'm often asked why the concrete pour holes, the form holes, are still present, and that's because he wanted you to know how the building was created. He didn't want to cover it up because he felt that that would have been false. It does have this interesting quality to it. He studied Roman and Greek architecture as well as Scottish castles. And so you'll see that kind of influence. This is mid-century modern in a sort of brutalist style. It is the only theater he did in the entire world and our only Midwest building by him. So we're really fortunate in that way. Across town, the Finnish architect Eero Saarinen designed a tranquil 192-acre seminary where every roof is pitched and only two curves are used on the whole campus. Robert Ruthemeyer, the seminary's VP for strategic planning, explains the beauty of Saarinen's Kramer Chapel and its Schickler pipe organ. There was a great explosion in our country of, of new babies and life after the war. And a lot of new churches born during that same period, and uh, many of them had organs made by the Slicker Company. This one is one of the larger ones for this space. Here you move into a simple form, the triangle, where you have three points of light and above us, and instead of an oculus, you have a side light that takes the whole Holy of Holy chancel area and makes it brighter, even when the lights are completely out in here. In Kresge Chapel and looking at the lectern and the pulpit, or you turned around in Kresge Chapel and looked at the wood detail or the organ, you would feel like you were in Kramer Chapel in terms of color of the wood and the design elements, but two different settings. We will end this segment with organ music from the Kramer Chapel in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Borders is produced at WJFF, an NPR affiliate station in Jeffersonville, New York. I'm Ron Bernthal, and this is listener-supported public radio.